Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a Red Bull, electric lemonade, or Irish coffee and get settled into a big, puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. So tonight's episode is about energy, and it's really going to be um, probably just a very tiny little introduction to the topic because it is there are so many different forms of energy and different ways to work with energy. And um, currently, I am waiting for my lovely co-host to call on, but she is not here yet. So I will just talk for a moment about energy and um, my favorite part is, um, sorry, we're having technical difficulties on the show. Just trying to sort all that out. It is a work in progress. Okay. So um, my favorite type of of energy kind of work and study of energy is with the spirit world, with ghosts and um, environmental energy as far as um, positive or negative energy. And so I think there's a lot that we could explore just even with that element. But um, there's also energy healing. We have things like acupuncture and Reiki. And I think to some extent, even like chiropractic care is a form of energy healing. Um, We also have kind of the feng shui elements. So you can make your surroundings um, have a better energy flow. And then hopefully it will create a more, um, a smoother life. Um, You can also enhance your feng shui to theoretically kind of bump up your finances or have better relationships, attract a lover, um, all sorts of things. So on that note, I am going to click on the lovely Virgo last. Let's see if this works. Hello, Hello. I'm here. Hey, Can you know what? Me? I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna try something. Bear with me for a minute, because I see there's a little pair of headphones by your thing as well. So let me move on from the microphone to the headphone icon, and um, hopefully I won't lose you. But that might be a co-host thing. I might need to retrain myself. They've added more icons. So hold on to your phone, okay? Okay, hold on. Oh, is that just mute? Were you muted? Hmm. Okay. (laughs) We'll explore that later. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, am I unmuted? I, you are unmuted. I think that there's a way to share the screen with you so that you can actually see the switchboard, which would be even more awesome. So we will have to practice with that later. There have been so many changes to the platform. 
Sorry. My dog yeah, is I don't remember noisy. being this difficult the last time we tried this. <laughs> I, and it could be some sort of weird astrological alignment, so I'll have to check that later. <laughs> uh, we're like, first... what, days away from Mercury retrograde? Like, you know, it's just reaching out for us. Wait, are you serious? There's another Mercury retrograde coming up? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's coming up. It's going to start real soon and last all the way until the election. So it's going to be a fun one. Oh, no. That is the worst time for a Mercury retrograde, Mm -hmm. although it's very fitting. (laughs) I know, right? It's 2020. Like, how could we not have a Mercury retrograde during election time? Oh, my gosh. So for those out there in TV land who do not know much about Mercury retrogrades, they mess up like a crazy, crazy person, the, um, any type of communication or technology. And with voting, that's pretty much both things right there. Yeah, that's pretty much everything so. right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in case this is happening, in some, if you're listening to this sometime in the future, we are like right before, it's right before the 2020 elections, which are a very, very important one. So we didn't need Mercury <laughs> going retrograde and messing things up right there. I don't know. One could argue that the other side, we're not going to name names, um, is kind of excited to have a Mercury retrograde around the election. But, you know. I'm, yeah, I mean, well, they are pretty retrograded, so... <laughs> They didn't need any help with that. <laughs> I, um, but anywho, and it, it really, I mean, there have been so many, um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to wax political. I'm not, but I am going to kind of just say that there are so many people out there on both sides, um, Democrats, Republicans, and I have many, many in my own family that are on both sides. And I understand that there are definitely reasons why people chose the sides they chose. Um, so I want to send everybody some love right now and um, just kind of like throwing a, a wish out there to kind of use everybody's positive energy to kind of heal the nation and kind of bring us back together so that we're not as, you know, you're on this side, you're on that side. Yeah, I'm trying to that envision that little... puppy pink cloud of positive energy right now. We're going to need it. <laughs> We're going to vote in your cloud of energy. <laughs> exactly. Um, Whatever your personal politics are, you need to take that puffy cloud of positive energy with you to the vote, to the voting booth or your mail-in ballot. Oh, my goodness, you bring up a good point. And that actually kind of takes us back to the the exploring the world of energy, which is kind of setting intentions and just kind of going out there in the world with, you know, the best thoughts possible. It can not only impact you but those around you. And so in this trying time, like, I think that that's really a wonderful thing to work on. Okay, then. So, so many things to work on. <laughs> we have, I, this is really, this is just touching the, the tip of the iceberg. I mean, energy is my jam, first of all. I mean, this is where I, this is where I live. It's, it affects so many things. Um, for those of you out there that don't know my background, um, I read tarot cards. I 
do runes and pendulums and stuff. I've worked on exploring um, environments, uh, different homes and things for not only ghosts, but also um, problems with houses. Like um, if somebody's going to buy a house, I can feel out different things that might be an issue. There was an example of a house I went through where um, I didn't feel, they were like worried that there were ghosts. And I'm like, you know, I don't feel anything here. It all feels fine. But there was, I was drawn to this one wall and then I, and it was in the dining room and it just felt like I could feel something. And then I went down to the basement and I was drawn to the exact same wall. And about a week after they moved in, um, they discovered a leak in that wall going down. And so in, into the basement where it started leaking. So it was it was really interesting, but um, so environmental disturbances don't always have to be ghostly. They can just be something um, that's just off, and especially with water, um, dousing is a way to look for water, and you use it for other things as well, like um, trying to sort out how big someone's aura is or things like that. You can use dousing rods. So um, energy and water all that's connected, all that is like electrical kind of activity. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard how spirits sometimes like to, you know, just kind of center themselves around electricity. Have you ever noticed that before? Oh, you know, I haven't really thought about it like that. Now you bring up a good point because I'm going to have to go looking for some of that. It makes me feel like it's like I've seen it somewhere, like in a superhero movie or something too. Like maybe it's just kind I of might even just be getting this I from didn't Twin know Peaks. About it. Wait, what? <laughs> I might just be getting this from Twin Peaks. <laughs> hey, Twin Peaks is a font of information. It really is. <laughs> it tells us a lot about ourselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's just there is really something though about the energy of water and of ghosts and that sort of thing and I mean it's I really feel like anybody can sense it it's just about tuning into it and um, it's all kind of on the same spectrum um, I have noticed and this is not this is just an observation that I've noticed that people who've actually seen ghosts um, usually are going through something in their lives. They're usually having some sort of emotional turmoil or mental struggle with something. And um, they're, because of that, their energy lowers to a frequency where it's just more possible to kind of sense ghosts in a more visible way. For most people, you don't notice anything. And for some, um, like for me, I can feel them. I can't see them. But um it's uh it is kind of a sign like if you are seeing ghosts that you really kind of need to um get somebody to talk to and help you sort out there's you must be going through something kind of trying and um there's a an emotional struggle taking place oh that is so interesting because i was just thinking of um a particular friend who had moved into this apartment and swore that, you know, it was haunted and maybe it was because, you know, she, I think saw like, you know, the tile of 
on the floor by her sink, just like flew across the room and her baby kept like, you know, talking to somebody who wasn't there. But um, really what was going on is she was kind of in a crappy relationship and going through like, you know, a bad time with her boyfriend. So uh, that that could have been part of it. (laughs) (laughs) That actually, and as far as the baby, I mean, they are, they are way more open. Their their brains are actually operating in a different brainwave state, especially when they're really, really little. So um, they are able to sense things in a different way than we are. Um, so it's very possible that like both when, things could have. Hmm. I was just going to say, kind of like when my cat just sort of stares at nothing in the room. <laughs> Ooh. Well, <laughs> that's a whole nother ball of wax. You might have some major ghost issues. <laughs> Uh, see, I'm too much of a Virgo. I have never had like any sort of, you know, ghostly communication. I'm pretty cool with keeping it that way. I feel like it's kind of a choice you make. If you're just like, yeah, you know what, ghosts, they're not for me. Then, it's, you know, they're not going to really mess with you. They're just going to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, whatever. We're just going to like slow past this one. So you're saying that ghosts are like pork the other white meat? Like you could take it or leave it. It's just your choice and it's never going to be as good as chicken. <laughs> yes, that is exactly so what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying it's a vegetarian. Wait, what? <laughs> I might yeah, need like, to put that somewhere. I don't know. I, I feel... Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it might just be like, you know, a very sort of like grounded earth sign thing, you know, it's like, I think that goes to just like, oh, she's no fun. And then they just move on. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that um, you definitely are right about something. It's like, if you, people can make the decision to be open to energy or not be open to it. And it's not always a negative thing to not be open to things, um, especially if you sense something is more negative, or if you just don't want to invite any more drama into your life, making the decision to say, no, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this plane only can be a healthy one. Um, I just kind of have always felt like I've kind of walked that line between life and death. I've had a very interesting life and I feel very close to things that kind of go past this plane. Um, They're very comfortable for me to sense. They're easy for me to sense. But um, I actually, when I was, took the kids to a cemetery over the weekend (laughs) for some fun time, (laughs) (laughs) my husband's grandmother used to do that (laughs) with with the boys and with and with his mom and his mom really didn't appreciate it like you know he and his brothers they thought it was cool (laughs) it's um and it really like what really surprised me it was kind of a I thought I was just kind of settling by picking a cemetery so close to home and I didn't realize how old the cemetery was. It was very old. I think we found some gravestones with um, dates in the 1700s in it. And, um, yeah, old. And, <laughs> and I, I did post a picture on my Facebook thing, but it was, I found a Civil War um, headstone. And the guy actually died on my birthday, which I thought was, like, super weird. But... Um, there was a place like way back in the cemetery and we got there as it was like dusk and getting kind of dark. Um, and I challenged all the kids to go find some 
interesting gravestones and find see if we could find the oldest one or do some rubbings and things. It was it was fun, but um, there was one place way in the back that I did feel an energy change, and it was just this unmarked grave area, and it had kind of a it was like a larger stand up kind of stone like a like a very small kind of obelisk situation or something. And it really did feel different. And I kind of wanted to learn more about the person who lived there or who died there, (laughs) who was buried there. Let's put it that way. I hope I never get, you know, murdered in a graveyard. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I mean, I guess then you at least have lots of friends to talk to. But it was, you know, so I'm walking around this graveyard, though, thinking that um, I wasn't expecting to feel anything, really. And then it kind of caught me off guard when I kind of walked over, and I was like, oh, oh, this is definitely charged with something. And you can, if you walk slowly enough, you can actually feel an energy shift. And it's just, it's that subtle. It's like all of a sudden it feels just a little bit more electric in a certain area. And it's just um, really cool. And I think that that's kind of what happens with energy healing too, is that that kind of slight electrical kind of shift or pass from one person to another or unblocking you know, an energy node or something. It's the same kind of stuff. Well, yeah, that is my jam right there because I actually work at a, at a spa where I oh put my hands on people. I put my hands on people all day, which, you know, is an interesting line of work in the times of COVID-19. Um, oh, yeah. So... But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've always worked around massage therapists. There's always been, like, a lot of talk of energy work, and I try to infuse that a lot of times into um, facial and neck and shoulder massages and things like that. And, like, for me, like, you know, I feel like energy is more of, like, you know, a personal thing as opposed to an outward thing, just something that I, you know, try to, like, you know, kind of tune into and tap into. Like, I'm not as – like, I've – really not so much of an empath where like I can just instantly click into somebody's emotions you know like I'm more of a grounder where I like you know use my emotions to sort of like calm somebody who's like you know at kind of like a high anxiety moment just why I feel like I tend to find myself surrounded by high anxiety people sometimes they like me (laughs) (laughs) sorry No, but you're right. You've always had a calming influence, and I didn't think about it like that before, but you're so right. Wow, this is a moment. (laughs) Yeah, you are absolutely the empath. (laughs) Yeah, even when I don't want to be. That's the problem is is working. I feel like most empaths don't want to be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. So this is the issue, and I'm going to ask you about this too, um, that – being more empathic, I think people really, the struggle is to learn how to protect yourself, your energy, keeping good boundaries, making sure your energy doesn't leak out to energy vampires or have, you know, just issues with your energy. Um, But do you ever feel when you're working like a specific client maybe that was having a health issue or something else, like did you ever feel drained after working with them? You know, I 
I'm trying to think of it, but really not so much. Maybe like a little bit drained from like, you know, trying to figure out that line of like, you know, um, you know, like talking to them about it without accidentally making them feel worse about it. So, but um, okay. other than that, like, you know, if like you can just kind of like get to a quiet moment in the service, then you can just sort of like, you know, um, basically just like, you know, help them to like, you know, get to a place where they can just kind of like just feel better. Like, okay, this is all going to be okay. You know, like we're, we're getting through this. That is actually amazing that you don't even need because I was going to say, <laughs> but you probably don't need to do this, but I'm sure there are other people out there that need to do this. So I'm going to say it anyways, but um, just kind of working on different techniques to protect your energy to kind of put a, a shield around you of like golden light when you're working with people so that if anything does get all leaky, it doesn't leak onto you. Um, different. I do run into those clients sometimes though. Those are the more high anxiety ones. Like the ones where like, it's not so much like, you know, say somebody who was sick, more like somebody who um, is very deeply unhappy with themselves. And so they're, asking me a million questions on like how to make their appearance better or um, maybe they're just talking to me about like, you know, all of the stuff that's going wrong in their lives and uh, very clearly all the stuff that's going wrong in their lives is because of them, but you can't say that, you know, it's like, I'm not a therapist. I'm probably more like a bartender, you know, just being like, yeah, you know, I see how, how tough that must be for you, that sort of thing. So that is when the energy <laughs> get very very draining and like yeah it's like you really just need to kind of like just take a moment to like center yourself afterwards oh yeah they're their own worst enemy and it kind of um I remember like working with I got a reading done a long time ago my sister actually got this woman I she was famous I don't know where she was from even I lost her contact information and she was uh, across the country at that time but she kind of talked to me, to me about my own, like, you know, making sure I keep my energy contained and protected and whatever. And she had this thing, this saying that I should tell myself. And it was chakras open, shields up. And so Ooh. it was like when you wake up in the morning, you say that to yourself. You know, before you go to bed, you say that to yourself. But um, it really does help as a protective thing. Yeah, I was just thinking of a massage therapist that I used to work with where, like, you know, somebody was, her coworker was just talking to her about, like, how drained they can get during the day. And she said, put your cap on, just like, kind of like an invisible shield going around you. So that way, like, you know, all of the different, like, energies just kind of, like, bounce off of it instead of, like, you know, getting in there. Ooh, I like that one. And that's so fun, too. It's like a little, like, it's no, it's not as, like, heavy as, like, do all this stuff to protect yourself. It's just what, put your cap on? Yeah. That's awesome. That's like just so like, okay, I could do, anybody could do that. That sounds easy. That's the thing. I, I actually just read this, you know, in something that I was like looking at before the show, but um, it was just talking about imagination and how energy follows imagination and that's how we can um, kind of guide it and uh, control it basically 
Oh, my God. Okay, so where were you reading that? Because I was actually just reading something very similar this morning in a book. So it's very odd. It was like a whole section on imagination and um, kind of intentions and that sort of thing. Oh, it's actually this one website. Um, it's um, this person called Avery, and her um, website is called The Traveling Witch. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have to post a link on that on the show page for anybody out there who wants to check it out. I think I will be checking that out. But um, so she's the traveling witch? Yes. I'm not entirely I certain like where that. she's traveling to. But, but, like, you know, she doesn't, she's not really there talking about herself, you know. But, like, you know, anybody who, like, wants, like, just basic, like the basics of, you know, um, witchy lore, like, you know, like crystals and meditation and all of that. It's like a really good place to start. And I think that what warms my, like, you know, Virgo heart is that she's very pragmatic about everything she talks about. (laughs) Well, I think it's good to have a balance like that with the, because I'm all watery and stuff. And, um, and my moon sign is Aquarius. So I'm, I'm like humanitarian and airy and like very talky and, and very emotional. (laughs) I'm a whirlwind. <laughs> is cancer and cancer's a water sign, right? So yeah. you like just double water? I'm like a, no, because Aquarius is an air sign, so I'm like a hurricane. <laughs> oh yes, you are a hurricane. <laughs> See, my moon sign. Is, my moon sign is Scorpio, so I'm just like you know. Oh, I, lava, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what? So I guess no. Lava would be if you bring in my Aries rising into it, then that would be the water, the earth, and the fire right there. Holy moly, that is a powerful combination. Um, I know Scorpio moons are that is just like there's a there's a dark intensity that you know you kind of keep thinly veiled beneath the surface, if you will, <laughs> squashed by my perfectionist Virgo self. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it kind of it's a checks and balances system, and you're you're way more like you know, you're not going to tank. Like a lot of Scorpio moons can have a lot of like brooding emotional issues. So I think the Virgo actually balances that out. I could see that. I see that when yeah, whenever like you know the Scorpio gets too like you know too watery emo, or whenever like you know the Aries gets like too fiery peppery, like you know my. Virgo is there to just be like, okay, everybody, just calm down. <laughs> Let's just take a breath here. <laughs> oh my God. We're all going to sit down and take a timeout. <laughs> timeout, timeout. <laughs> Think about your life choices there, people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry about that. I'm going into lecture mode. <laughs> it's so easy for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this is the thing. We're like, well, we've got a minute and 50 seconds and we have just barely, 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 barely scratched the surface of this. I mean, there are so many ways to take this. And I think there are, we're going to have like multiple episodes on different, different aspects of energy, you know, an energy healing one and one on, one on ghosts and spirits and that sort of thing. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, especially with Halloween coming up. people. Yes. Energy yes, vampires. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my very favorite time of the year. 
Um, so in the last minute and 16 seconds, um, anything else like we should leave the people with? I guess probably trying to figure out like what is the energy that jives with you? Like, I mean, if you um, aren't a very visual person, how else do you experience energy? Maybe through drum beats, maybybe through dancing, um, Ooh, maybe like, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like maybe um, that's how you experience, you know, like um, just like realigning your chakras or maybe that's how you experience like ghosts as more of a vibration as opposed to um, like um, electricity feeling. But uh, yeah, it can be so personal. And just because you don't experience it the way um, one of us does, then that doesn't mean that you don't have that power within you because everybody does. We're made out of energy. That's just, that's all we are. We are just... Energy and bacteria in rotting sacks of meat. <laughs> so well said. A <laughs> little gross, but well said. And so, um, yeah, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful point to make. And we're, we're going off of streaming in three seconds, but I think we can still finish the last conversation of this. Um, but I think that's a wonderful point to make that you need to kind of everybody out there needs to kind of feel out where they kind of experience their energy and um, that it can be a connection in so many different ways, whether it's through music or dancing or art or um, the dark side of things or, you know, uh, divination techniques. So there's so many different ways or just being a healer and, and helping people that way or, or being a listener, <laughs> Except, you know, watch out for the energy vampires. Yes, <laughs> they pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Big no-nos. But, um, all right, well then, I think that this is a wonderful, wonderful intro to the world of energy, and we have so much more to look forward to and getting ready for, because um, the next episode will probably be the Halloween episode then. Yes. Going to be getting so there's a lot in here. Prep for that. Yes. <laughs> It will be. We Oh, my gosh, there are so many things we could do with that. So um, looking forward to the Halloween episode. And um, until then, I guess we are going to sign off. This is uh, Mystic Chick and Virgo Lass, and uh, we look forward to another wonderful episode of Happy Hour with Mystic Chick and Virgo Lass. All right. Have a good <laughs> night, everyone. Good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs>